Excuse me, ma'am, is there something that I can get you? Coffee? Water? Iced tea? I'll take a coffee, thanks. Cream and sugar? Just black, thanks. Have you gotten a chance to look over the menu, or do you need some extra time? I think I'll need a little bit more time here. Of course. I'll get that coffee and give you some time to look over the menu. I would recommend the Sloppy Biscuit is one of our best sellers. You want a refill on your drink, sir? That would be great. Thanks. One new coffee and a refill. Maybe I'll drop a carafe for y'all. Alright, so what happened next? Well, from what I can tell, our team at the Green Box ran into some issues. Apparently, there was an outstanding bill. While I worked on that issue, the group met up at the house and began to explore the inside. For what I was told, they canvassed the house under the pretense of city inspectors, and once again, uh, once they got inside, there was a, a range of odd things that they experienced. I'm told that they, they not, when they knocked on the door, they clearly heard a, heard a woman say, come in, uh, but upon investigating the house, they found nothing. I was told that Agent Flux drank some rancid coffee and vomited. He also heard a voice humming upstairs, Moonlight Sonata. Agent Agnes reported seeing a woman in the bathroom on the master bedroom, but again, no one else was in the home. After that, the group gathered the, gathered the funds for the green box and investigated the site. They found some odd items, let's say, including the coffin of a child. A child? Oh no, there's more. Welcome to episode three of the Dark Thoughts playthrough. Uh, we are the Chaos Engine. I am your handler, Chris. Probably should start using handler instead of DM. It's all uh, the same. It's all the same. Only the names will change. It's <laughs> a good reference. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hop into this bad boy here. Let's go around, introduce ourselves real quick, and then we'll get into this session here. Uh, I'm Tyler. I'm playing Levi Stafford, aka Agent Strauss. Hi. It was about to happen. All right. You did it. Now, who are you? Who are you? So people can know who you are. I'm Misha. I am going to be playing Alistair Circling. Um, it's kind of an anagram for um, Clary Starling. And the character is kind of based off of Clary Starling from. Uh, Silence of the Lambs, and uh, yeah, that's the inspiration. I am Cody. I'll be playing Eustace Finnegan, a.k.a. Agent Acid Reflux, a.k.a. Reflux. <laughs> My name is Jake. I'll be playing Agent Jim Duffy. <laughs> I'm just putting dice in my dice box here, so that's what all that noise is. I gotta get my sweet dice out. My, my, my Let the dice fall. There we go. Um... Okay, well, I want to start this episode off with uh, fixing some fuck-ups from the previous two that we recorded. Um, 
a little peek behind the curtain here. Um, we sometimes do batch recordings because we all have busy lives and shit going on. And so it's easier for us to sit down and record a couple episodes and do stuff. So there might be check-ins like this occasionally every so often as we fix some of the issues. But I figured at least these first two, it's really important that we get a solid foundation for what you guys know. Um, and I don't want it that way. We can just clear the air with any sort of confusion because I fucked up some dates and I will fully admit that. God damn it. So, um, yeah, I was actually going to ask you about this. I was looking at sure. my notes and this doesn't make any sense. I know. So, um, yeah. So basically the, the, here's the things I wanted to clarify from the first two episodes that Yamila bought the house in March, 2016. She lived there until her death in 2000, January, 2017. I wrote down November, 2016. Yep. That's why I'm okay. changing all these. March, 2016 sure. until, uh, when January, 2017, that's when she died. Gotcha. She became a recluse. I think you guys heard about that. Um, in about October, 2016 is when she started disappearing from town, like, uh, public events. Um, there is, so right now the current date is October 17th, 2017. Um, you guys know that Agent Rutsack, which I'm, I, there was some, I used both names during the first two episodes, so from now on I'm just going to use Agent Rutsack to avoid any sort of confusion on, you know, as we're trying to figure out these NPCs. Uh, October 17th. Cool. Uh, Agent Rutsack killed himself on October 2nd, 2017. You knew that he flew back into Seattle on September 27th, 2017, and that he, that he was there. That's where he stayed until he killed himself on October 2nd. Um, and you know from records that he flew back on August 30th and was there for some time, but you don't know a whole lot of details on that. So, um, yeah. Is there any other questions that you guys had before we start this off on information that was given? Um, just to reiterate, we ended last episode with you guys finding, uh, going to the green box. You had to pay off the guy some money. You found, um, a table, uh, some mattresses, two shotguns, 400 yeah, shells, partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> uh, the one thing that stood out though was uh, a little tiny coffin. That's probably for a kid. Cause it's about four feet long. Uh, covered in recent dirt. Just a little yes. four-footer? Just a little four-footer, that's all. That's your standard child coffin. Yeah, just, just a, a standard child just coffin. Just a little child just coffin. Standard maple four-footer. <laughs> uh, so I'll go through what you guys found again. There was an uh, antique table, sofa bed, two plastic-wrapped twin mattresses, three empty biohazard containers, two bags full of quick lime, two new shovels, four pairs of work gloves, a hat lamp. There was 14 empty quart-sized metal containers for gasoline with pour spouts. Two empty gallon-sized plastic gasoline containers, three newly minted keys taped together in a piece of cardboard, and they have the 1206 Spooner Street written on them. There was 400 rounds of shotgun ammunition, two new Mossberg shotguns with serial numbers grounded off, various fake identities that look like they're for Agent Rutsack, uh, including one as a Meadowbrook gas inspector and one as an assistant county coroner as you flip through them. There's a Nikon F36 telephoto lens, a Nikon reflex camera. There are some notes, like a notebook there. The remains of 24 burned photographs. And lastly, the piece de resistance, a crumbling four-foot-long wooden coffin covered in recent dirt. I know where Alistair would start, but 
Well, yeah, let's let's get into it. What, what what's going through your guys' head? You guys are standing in a storage unit. That, what, time, what time of day is it? We, um, we it's like here? nighttime. Right? I think it's nighttime. Yeah, we'll say it's we'll say it's like nine p.m. <clears throat> gotcha. Oh, uh, so Ooh. yeah, what's going through what's going through your character's head is you guys are just sitting here in this storage unit in Ellensburg, Washington. There is clearly uh, some grave robbing equipment here. Yeah, there I was is a say. dug up grave, a coffin. There are some shotgun shells. Uh, a lot of stuff for gasoline. Um, yeah, so but, but so we we kind of are you know looking and kind of cataloging everything. Is the coffin like? I mean, we went through the list coffin last, but was that like you? We open the storage unit and it's right there. I feel like that's the thing that would draw your attention. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not maybe like it's hidden like, behind. Yeah, the that's maybe it's like set on the mattresses or something gotcha. like that. Yeah, you know, but yeah, it's it is. Closed. It's yeah. in clear sight and it's closed. We have no. It is. It is yeah, closed. We just open it, see this. Uh, the first thing through Strauss's mind is basically like, oh, what the fuck. But he'd, uh, <laughs> if it's on top like of the mattress, special forces guy, and he opens it and sees a coffin, he's like, What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I didn't expect to find a coffin, yeah. but uh, if it is up on the mattresses, uh, would I don't remember which you two is like the more physically like fit between My, the two. I'm a pretty big guy, I'm okay, like yeah, fit, but I'm, but I'm scrawny but yeah. fit. Uh, it would probably be us, like, moving yeah, the top. that's what I was yeah. thinking. Like, if it's up, my first thought is like, after kind of a pause, just, it is closed. Sorry, yeah, it's completely closed. Yeah, he would like. Her pause and kind of like a quick scan of the room, just look at Duffy to be like, Do you want to help me get this thing down? <laughs> just like, we need to open this. At least that's his thought. Okay. Um, yeah, first, I mean, if we're going to do this for whatever reason, I'm going to put on a pair of the work gloves. Perfect. Oh, Smart idea. Yeah. Uh, totally well, fingerprints. Yeah. Well, these guys are messing with the coffin agent. Well, uh, my her name's Alistair, but her code name is Agnes. Uh, she'd be drawn to the camera okay. automatically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good call. Good call. Going to grab the photos and start flipping through them? Are the- well, I will say that she does know that it is like film-based, so she wouldn't open it up and ruin the negative. She would cool. roll it up first and okay. then open Open it up to see if there's film. Yeah, Chris. No. Well, no. I mean, there are one. there are photographs there. The burned, the burned photographs. Yeah. yeah I mean, she, there's st- you can still see like if you looked at them, you could see things in them. But okay, what's what's Reflex doing all there? Where they're doing this? Yeah. Well, first thing I want to wonder is, do, are coffins inscribed or is that not a thing? Like, do they have like a name? I don't on think that's you a thing. Uh, there, right? If you guys see, there is like a sil- little silver plaque. Good on oh, it. nice. Good call. There is a silver plaque. Is there, you gotta get closer to look. Is at there it. dirt on the shovels? Uh. I, I would say so, yeah. They're newer shovels, but yeah, they, they well, Dude. one of them has dirt. So here's, okay, okay, okay. you said one of them has one dirt. One of them has dirt. The, all This entire time between last session and this session, I am have been racking my brain as to why there's two of everything. I'm, we haven't heard about Agent Rucksack having a partner mm-hmm. in this. Right. Very true. But, I mean. That, that makes sense that he would have a partner. Uh, there's, right? a, there's a journal right there. Yeah, we yeah. need to yeah. Let's we just, look through okay. the journal. Right. So, and you okay. can't move a fucking coffin. Okay, so you guys are going to pull a coffin down. While that's going on, we see Agnes go over, start going through the camera, like re- re- rewinding the film. Are you going to look at the photographs, too, that are there? Yeah. Okay, Rutsack, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, so Sorry, after, not Rutsack, Reflex. Reflex, yeah. After thinking about the inscription, I, I kind of call that out. But then I want to go dig through the rest of the ingredients. Like, I'm an engineer, so I want to like look through like the gasoline containers and like okay. dig some through some other stuff. So okay. Um, yeah, so uh, you start kind of digging through Reflex, Reflex, and everything's empty here, but they're all gasoline. So, I mean, you're starting to get the idea that Maybe they're 
someone was going to do something with a shit ton of gas and they needed to get it somewhere. I think that's what the, the main vibe you're getting from it. Wasn't um, one of the fake ideas from the gas company? It was. Yeah. <gasps> Good catch. Um, you catch. know that quicklime is typically used for, uh, fun fact, that's what uh, John Gacy used on the bodies underneath his house to get rid of, to help to decompose like, the bodies. Dissolve them. Yeah. So you know that's what quicklime is, could and be used for. Barrels. Um, Was it just to get rid of this body? You don't know. We, yeah, I mean, we hoist this coffin down. What, is it yeah, a little black? We're, we're going to get there. Okay. Okay. Uh, Agnes, you start going through the photographs, and as you like get to the camera and open it, there's no there's no film in it. Um, and as you start flipping through the photographs, they're all burned, and you really can't make a whole lot out of them. But you do see most of the photos, like you catch pieces. And now that you've been to the house on Spooner Spooner Avenue, they are from the house. They're just so you like see the chandelier in one shot, or you see like something in the garage that reminded you, like the breaker box, you see kind of in the background. But the, everything else is too destroyed on them to fully realize what they are. I'm out. This is too scary. Um, you guys <laughs> pull down this coffin, you get it onto the ground, and there is a small metal plaque on the hasp, like with a hasp on it, and it says Anton Touré, A N T O N. T-U-R-E with the little dash above it. 1957 to 1966. Oh, this is an old-ass old coffin right here. What? 1966? Yeah. So... Nine years old? Do you open it? No. <laughs> no. Okay. I, I, I don't know, but maybe, maybe we should... I mean, let's let's chill for a second here. Uh, we so got the gasoline, we got the coffin, you know. Triple I would suggest probably calling the antique lady to get her recommendations on, because there's some of these things that we want her to look at. Like, I don't know. She'll what know would you about do with the? Well, not the body, but like the the table. A Fifty-year-old coffin. Yeah. There, there <laughs> yeah. were some I, other antiques well, though. What's the yeah. price range yeah. on this? Yeah. <laughs> so there was the table in here, the chandelier, the mirror the wall. The mirror wall. That's what I have written down, yeah. I mean, and we didn't know. Chris just said that the chandelier was old and had, like, kind of ratty wiring. So we don't know if it's an antique, but it kind of, to me, kind of leads to it. But mm -hmm. Yeah. I think getting her insight. Um, I mean, would... I kind of want to figure out what this body well, is. Well, journal first, right? You got the journal, too, yeah. Let's look yeah. at that journal. Let's see what's up. Yeah. Yeah, Strauss, after seeing the little plaque, be like, oh, maybe we don't want to open this yet. What, what if we... you, like, jiggle it? If there's, like, like something moving in it, then you're don't like, there is a body. <laughs> yeah, when we were moving it, Jim Duffy drops it. He's like, oh, shit. No, if when you lift it, it you definitely hear something inside. Like, you, oh, as you're, like, boy. if you, like, jostle it, you can hear, like, something rubbing against fabric. Um, okay, so you guys find these like notes they're just pages of notes like they look like they've been torn out of a notebook page uh and they are filled with uh, agent rutsack's handwriting um the first page is pretty coherent you can read through it it has like information on it of what's going on in his mind was um, it like a journal like a, it's like he was writing stuff down on paper and he just kind of put them all together the later pages become like just more increasingly like bizarre and it's like almost like he's writing like math equations that don't make sense on them um mm. does anybody have a psychotherapy at 30 percent or human above 60 i have human above oh. i have 80 human. okay i have 80 psychotherapy cool nice. Damn. you yeah. both would know that this is uh that 
Agent Rutsack was nearly psychotic when he was writing, like when this part of the notes were written. But you, who who has the journal? Who's flipping through it? I imagine we are probably still over by old Anton. So it would be me. There you go. Cool. You find a page with uh, Donley's handwriting. Chris has handed Misha a physical piece of paper. Thank you. Yes. Hopefully, this is analog right here. I will do my best if you can't read any of the handwriting to make sense of it. Is this like something later in the journal? Yeah. This to, is like the first page of the journal. Oh, you have to make go. sense. Read it as Agnes. Uh, real, yeah. Agnes <laughs> has an accent. I gotta get uh, Okay. <laughs> yeah. Gotta sh- get in character. Shake Channel that character. Channel. Uh, fellas, I found something you might want to pay attention to before any opening of the coffin happens. There's some creepy shit going on. Um, so this is from Agent Rutsack. It's from his handwriting, I believe, from what I've seen in this particular storage unit. Uh, he goes on to say, uh, Ture, which is the name on that coffin, not dead, question mark. It has a question mark. <laughs> it says Ture, not dead, question mark. What? Uh, the house, question mark. Only at night, question mark. Grave, oh. no question mark. <laughs> Uh, below grave it says shovel gloves headlamp cash what it says burn it question mark cease uh, crease tried crease tried Uh, didn't work didn't work he tried to burn it okay Um, others talked to survivors Canadian mental health laws music from dining room heard that <laughs> it didn't oh, exist <laughs> uh laughter and noise upstairs which we did hear someone else in the house question mark is rary is rari no seems like there's a flag sort of gesture underneath that uh returning calls um uh it's a, a sorry that, that you would know that's the former owner oh okay cool uh hobbs getting calls no one on the line question mark okay so sorry's not returning calls gotcha oh uh, it's, it's sorry, he's not oh, returning calls. Yeah, 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 not returning calls. Hobbs getting calls, no one online, question mark. Who's Hobbs? Uh, yeah, like, who's Hobbs? Uh, well, Hobbs, he's, like, it's H-O-B-B-E-E-S. Now, Director West is your director. Yeah. What was... Um, oh, yeah. No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, a little bit more. Uh, Falcon death, question mark. Core over, question mark? Coroner. Coroner? Oh, corner. That's definitely corner. Um, Wheeler Furniture, books, paper, question mark, estate, question mark. Talk to it, thought, knew my name, and knows I'm watching. Oh, talk to it. What's it? Uh, still no movement. Open house next week. Buy it? Burn it? He's considering. Yeah. yeah really. So, it says, Turay not dead, slash, roaming the house, question mark, slash, only at night, question mark, slash, grave. Uh, so yeah, everything else, yeah, the only thing, uh, yeah, it was Falcone, death, question mark, coroner, question mark, and then it, uh, talked to it tonight, knew my name, knows, knows I'm watching, watching it, and then the only thing that came out there is Hobbs, Hobbs is another thing that, uh, pops up that you guys don't. Yeah. Yeah, so, what the fuck? <laughs> so I think it's maybe Falcone, death? Yeah. Falcone is in like a, and then Wheeler, furniture, books, and people, are, are these all just different people? Wheeler, uh, yeah, you have to look into this stuff. You got a lot, yeah. of, a lot of names there. That's a, that's a lot of info. It's a lot of info. So it sounds like he tried to either burn the coffin or like get it open, and he couldn't. 
Um, I forget which which he's referring to. No, he tried to burn it and it didn't burn. I don't. Yeah, I think he said he tried to burn it and it didn't burn. Well, somebody tried. Yeah. Somebody named Crease tried. Crease tried. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So okay. You'd, you'd have to go probably look at town history and see if you could find out. You'd, yeah. You have to do some research in the history and figure out, out uh, who Anton Toure is. Well, he's yeah. right in front of you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Abadents. <laughs> he was the mayor. <laughs> nine-year-old mayor. The nine-year-old mayor. <laughs> the boy mayor, Tom Anton Toure. Yeah. So that's what you guys find. Yeah, that's fucking insane. That is crazy. So, yeah, I say we leave it closed. But so here's my thing is tried to talk or talked to it tonight. Yeah. Knows I'm watching. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a dialogue there. Uh, and this is the first page? Yeah. That's the page that makes sense. <laughs> the <Yeah>. first Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I guess one was... form of investigation that Agnes would want to say is this is an older camera. I don't assume that just any old place could develop these particular pictures and they must have been developed recently. Is there a way that she can go see what places in town would develop this kind of... Yeah, you, I mean, it's late, so you could do that in the morning. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. I will say you find, digging through there, um, you do find a name... Uh, on one of the other pages, it just says Calvin Hobbs. Calvin Hobbs. Uh, okay, and maybe an agent name. He's a fan of the Sunday Funnies. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said, you said uh, in the section where it starts about others talk to survivors, Canadian mental health laws. So, like, is he saying that there might be survivors of the house or something? And you're not quite sure. You probably probably have to do some research into the history of the house. You're thinking. Yeah, we should go to like a Denny's or something. Ooh, that's like there's a Perkins. Yeah. Perkins is on the other side of town. It's basically Denny's. Nice, I love it. So, uh, you guys can also go back to your hotel rooms and and kind of chill yeah. out there. So we, uh, there were three keys. Three keys. Three keys. Uh, Strauss definitely takes one. Okay. And kind of like turn through oh, the to one. The house. Uh, yeah, like which? Uh, who wants to carry these? Like, got three copies of the key to the house. Who wants the other two? Agnes will take one. And they are the same key. Yeah, it's all no, same. It's key. to the house. Okay, okay, perfect. I'll take one as well. Okay. Just to make sure who's got them. At some point, when we have more information about what's going on, we should probably try to go to the house at night. If you want to die. Can I, <laughs> can I, is there anything I can do to, like, look? I, I mean, now I am assuming that Agnes, like, kind of tells us, like, points this stuff out to us. Um, I mean, we're looking at something that says Turei, not dead, in the coffin that says Turei on it. it can mm -hmm. I, is there anything I can look at to see if it has been opened or does it look like it's oh it's, it's, still it's been opened obviously yeah oh, yeah. oh you could see there's probably like a couple pry marks along the side okay. it looks like it's been opened it's open from the outside all right cool <laughs> <laughs> nice good call yeah no you haven't seen that the inside important. okay yeah. so <laughs> do we want to open this that's where the claw marks are oh shit since when did opening creepy coffins that have been dug up prematurely and prematurely never dig a coffin up is like a good idea i don't know if it's ever gone wrong for anybody yeah yeah i mean Strauss doesn't watch horror movies. He's no context. It's always a good idea. I think we do it. We're gonna. We're gonna Wanna open it. Okay. Do you want to open? Roll for initiative, bitch. Look at Jim. Look at Jim Duffy in the eye. Are you trying to open this fucking coffin? I'm, he's looking at like maybe. The question is, might we, need to. Are we sussing or are we busting? Are, are the. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, I for one am always personally bussing. <laughs> Oh god uh, I wish I could give some sort of reward for that. Like yeah, I, I mean, we don't have hero points of this, but 
<laughs> advantage die. I'll give you an advantage yeah. die for that. That was good. Word. Good job. Yeah. Just roll. Uh, yeah, just roll yeah. the dice. Like roll whenever you roll like the d hundred. Just roll that twice and take the lower. I'll give you that. Word. <laughs> that, that was too goddamn good. <laughs> uh, so I, I forget the the gasoline. They're all empty. They're all empty. Yes. Okay. All right. So Jim Duffy is going to just kind of casually, if he's talking to Levi over by the coffin he's just going to put his hand on the like where he presumes the coffin lid is and just kind of like gently try to open it and see if it sticks is it open or does it you hear you hear like a soft creak as it starts as you can lift it up pretty easy why does it have to be easy take my flashlight come around that side and aim it in the little crack as he's okay you aim it in and you're kind of looking down in there and you just see a decomposed body of a young child okay i need you to roll sanity i mean okay i'll roll that with you because i was Okay. Boom. Pass it. 18 under 59. Nice. 26 under 54. Cool. Yeah, so you guys don't take any... You've, you've seen the dead body before. This is just the... It's it's so decomposed that, like, there's no smell as you open it. Like, nothing wafts out. It's just you see, you know, a skeleton, a young... But a little skeleton in there. Is it 55 years decomposed? Yes. Oh, it is? Yes. Mm. If you were any... Yeah, I mean, if you asked, do you have any sort of medicine or what, what would that well, be? Well, I mean, I've seen, like, a recently deceased Yeah, you body. could tell this thing is... Yeah, it's an old dead-ass body. There's nothing there that... Nothing, nothing reaches out. It's just a small... Hmm. Might expect to find in a 50-year-old cop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why did he have this in the storage? Maybe so it doesn't wake up as a zombie and terrorize the community. That, I mean, that's relevant. I mean, I want to say Agnes can try to do a forensic check, but, like, I don't think Agnes would want to look in a creepy-ass coffin. Either. I get that, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Yeah, and I would say... If you go through, like, if if you kind of keep reading through some of his notes, um, give me give me a human on that, uh, Agnes, as you kind of read through there. I have an eighty on human. Oh, then I'll just give it to you. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, so you you can make sense of like some of the later writings, um, and you get a sense of like whoever this Hobbs person is, like they were helping him. Like you see a couple notes where it's just like like Hobbs dead, like gave me storage unit or something along the lines of just like that or just like Hobbs won't let me you know like like Hobbs house no go must do find another place kind of stuff like that like scratched in there with stuff okay so. all right I do we have our handler's number mm-hmm. yeah, yeah she yeah. gave you a uh, a phone with it in along she gave you pre-programmed phones with her number and then the numbers for the um the parapsychologist guy and then the antique antique yeah do i need to send her any sort of like coded message like i'm basically just want to see if director west knows who hobbs calvin is um you could just say like hey got a lead can you follow up on this or something like that i think that would be fine um if you text that um you kind of get uh like maybe a text comes back like a minute or two later it's just like i'll check so. Would there be a way for Agnes to look like the the creepy guy that led us or that owns the storage unit place? Mm-hmm. Um, is there like a sign-in sheet at all at, at that place? There w- Good call. was, but I mean, you don't know if I'll let you look at it. That's the thing. Would maybe he, for another fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe you'd have to find out. Um, uh, Agnes would probably go and ask him. That. I think by this time it's probably closed, like closed. they've gone home for the day. Oh, okay. So, because it's, I think all of this probably takes like 
an hour. So it's probably like cl- closing on 10 o'clock now as you guys are digging through all this and really It's a good time to be digging coffin, through things. Coffin burn. Coffin the, uh, does one of the mattresses look like it was being used? Nope, they're completely okay. wrapped. Gotcha. They're wrapped, mm, in, wrapped in plastic. Things. Yeah. So, um... The two, the two fun, the futon, sofa bed. Is that yeah, sofa bed? Yeah. Does that look like it was? Uh, used? Yep. I mean, no, no, everything here just looks like a, a mixture of like it's from someone's house and then like kind of newer stuff. So. Okay. 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 Do uh, question? Do they have a guest Wi-Fi and can I try to hack the sign-in sheet? Ooh, good question. Let's let's do a luck roll. Ooh, nice, let's man. see. They do not. So. Uh, but good, yeah, that's a good thought. Wait, doesn't he get two rolls? Well, I'm rolling it. Yeah, damn it, yeah. damn it. Classic. <laughs> Tried. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you guys are... What are you guys doing now? You guys gonna go to Perkins? You gonna go back to your hotel room? I mean, do you guys want to talk this over, or are we just like, I need a break? Have we, like, thoroughly searched through everything? Like, there was, like, an antique table. Yeah, the table's just, uh, it it just looks like an older table. There doesn't, you don't see anything of of value to it. Okay, and Um, everything else we've looked through? Yeah, everything else you, I mean, nothing else is really standing out. I would feel like you guys feel like you've got everything you can out of this area. Okay, cool. I'm getting the feeling that... This stuff just came out of the house. Yeah, same. Yeah, because I'm looking back through our what's in the bedrooms, and there were no beds in any of them. Maybe at one point there was, yeah. or I was planning to move in yeah. or something. But why Why a table and two mattresses? I yeah, mean, there's yeah. four bedrooms. Good questions. Good well, questions. I, I don't know. I think him and this Hobbs person were working together, and I think that's why there's two of everything. And I think that they took the mattresses from the beds because they might have been... Because he said, oh, I can't go stay at Hobbs's house. So I think maybe he took the mattress to come mm-hmm. hole yeah. up in here. Yeah. Um, as we're kind of like digging through this, Strauss kind of remembers something that I I completely kind of spaced on at the house. Okay. I, which I, I which I think considering what happened at the house, just us looking around and hearing weird shit, but then uh reflux drinking maggot coffee. Yes. <laughs> kind of yeah. threw him off a little bit. As as it should. <laughs> um I mean he'd be thinking like this something still doesn't sit right with me at the house. I wanna go wanna go check something out. Tonight? Tonight. Uh because what you want Chris he's to kill you early? <laughs> that I it's a habit in these games. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Well, what he's thinking is I don't believe we ever checked any closets for like entry to a crawl space. You did not. And I mean, he clearly heard people, thought there were somebody in the house. So there's he still thinks there's somebody in the house and well, he did not check for a crawl space the above that upper room. Bonus room was like the converted attic. So if almost, there's anything higher than the attic, yeah, I don't know. It sounds right to me. There were walls. I mean, it was kind of walled off. So, yeah. I mean, you, there was a closet on the first floor. Because like, like I'm that, thinking, so. like, I... I'm definitely down to go. Yeah. Like, I just want to, like, go in and check the ceiling of every closet. Because, like, in my old house, we had a little entry in one of the closets sure. to an upper area. Sure. Who knows? Just because like it's a converted can... attic, maybe doesn't mean there's nothing above it. We and can check in the morning and get eight hours of rest, and then be at our prime peak too. Well, it's like, not going to take very long. Well, yeah, mechanically, it's just for recovering like will points. I think. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not spending. I'm not spending all night. I'm just going to like like pop in real quick, take a quick peek. I mean, it's a haunted house. Nothing's real quick, but because <laughs> I do like. I don't know. There's. I just watched that episode of Bob's Burgers where Bob finds the hidden wall behind the restaurant 
for like um bootlegging i know of the show but i've never watched oh shit it's really good so yeah maybe there is like a false wall or a hidden dungeon upstairs with someone chained up no like all these things you're saying like false and hidden are really great to see better in the daylight no i mean agnes can go home agnes doesn't have to go yeah yeah what if uh what if levi and jim duffy go on to perkins and maybe get a coffee and um Agnes Agnes would take all the paperwork and probably go back to the hotel and okay. try to do study research and study cool. that's what she would probably do okay cause she ain't dumb that works <laughs> uh everybody take your headphones off please except for Cody hey Cody hey what's up hey so we never talked about this last time but uh we didn't when you rolled and when you first got to the house you critically failed a willpower roll so your character wants to go back to that house that's all your character's been thinking about as you go through all of this is just like i, I need to get back to that house so oh as soon God. as you hear them mention this i think you'll either you're gonna go by yourself like you're find an excuse to go on your own or you'll offer to go with them but oh, you okay. want to be back at that house i was gonna say reflux so. doesn't want to be alone tonight and i think i found a reason yeah to we got two folks going to perkins to get some coffee agnes is gonna go back to the hotel room uh get her stuff together what is reflux gonna be doing Reflux, uh, reflux seems like I, I was uh, really relieved to find out that y'all were going back tonight. I, like this is a, re- I want to go back. Like I'm, I'm down to go back. Going down to join us? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm like, like excited. Yeah, Strauss is pretty much just like it's just one. I, it doesn't sit right. I don't know why I didn't think about that while we were there, but we need to check. There's got to be an addict. There's somebody is there. All right. And is. Reflux normally like an excited person, or I mean, you're a pretty high strung, almost like a fidgety. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, I'm suspicious, so paranoid. We probably wouldn't even notice that you're <laughs> acting. Yeah, excited. I mean, for yeah, it. yeah. It was more more like I was. I jumped at the bit. I was like, oh yeah, I'll go. Cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Misha, you want to go upstairs? All right, so you guys go to Perkins, get some oh, coffee. Yeah, that was a code word for. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, let's so go back to. As soon as you yes. guys all get to the car <laughs> to go there, you guys maybe drive like you're going the direction, then you like Google Maps a different back way so Agnes doesn't see you guys go back to the house. But you guys pull up, um, and you guys see that the house is just it's there. Did you guys you guys never turn the lights off, right? I feel like we we would yeah. have. Maybe we didn't specifically say it, but like I wouldn't have left them on. Because okay, cool. I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah, I just I don't remember yeah. anybody saying anything, but I, I'm fine saying you guys. Turn yeah, I, that's not something I thought to say out loud. But yeah. obviously, it's like I don't want nosy neighbors. Yeah, we like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you guys pull up, and you walk up to the front door, um, and is there like any hesitation or anything? You just um, I want to listen at the door. Okay, you listen at the door, and you don't don't hear anything. Yeah. Okay, I'd turn back to the other two. That you guys ready? Uh, okay, so now that it is nighttime, I am going to have my pistol out. Oh, same. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And then, does Reflux have a gun? I do. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. You guys open the door and put flashlight in one. Like. Yeah. I, I mean, imagine I would unlock the door and immediately put the key away and pull out my flashlight. So it's like gun and flashlight. Gotcha. 
and you kind of shine across into this foyer. Um, yeah, so you guys enter into the uh, kind of the foyer. Uh, there is a there's a closet right next to that, um, kind of off to the side there that you can see. Um, doors are closed. You're talking uh, that little, like the little the in the northeast, little alcove, in the northeast. alcove. Yeah, with a yeah. mirror in there, correct? There was a mirror on the door. Yeah, there. There's like uh, the, there's like a there is a, sorry there's a mirror on the um, other side of it, but there okay. is a mirror in there. Yeah. Okay. As I step in, I'll just loudly. Is anybody in here? It's like kind of like not yelling, but you know, right. kind of like project through the house. You just you just hear silence. Then I want to start... Oh, God. It's like a spaceship. It's yeah. Like a, ugh, like a derelict spaceship. Yeah. I yeah. mean, so... <laughs> so his entire goal is specifically, like, I, I want to go room by room again, sweep it, and then, like, I'm looking in the, the ceiling of every closet. Okay. Just thinking, like... Or maybe, you know, all, the whole ceilings, but I'm looking for any kind of door, any kind of entry to a store. Hidden space. compartments? So like, you go to the closet, grip the handle, turn it open it up and you see uh, there is just like loose objects from all over the house in this closet wait in the foyer closet yeah did we look in that before no oh, oh shit wow. okay what? you see there's like a a orange juice carton what there is some ripped up magazines uh, there's like shredded clothing. The orange juice carton smells rotted. Like you don't know how long that thing's been sitting there, but it just smells horrendous. Uh, and as you open it, this waft just like comes out of there and everything. Uh, I need everyone to give me a sand test. Give me a sanity roll. Sanity. Yeah. Fail for Jim Duffy. Oh, okay. Fail. Boy. Just oh, lose one sanity. Thank God. For a second, I thought that was a critical failure. Just a regular failure. Okay. Just 96 one, over 60. One sanity loss. Okay. Uh, success for okay. reflux. Okay. You don't lose anything. Um, yeah, as you just kind of, this stench kind of overpowers you as it wafts into this area. Um, and just, yeah, it smells horrible. Um, okay. And you said, like, it's just stuff from all over the house? Yeah, the- just, it's like shredded clothing, like, Med, like newspapers. It looks like almost like a rat's nest. Right, like a nest yeah. is what I'm thinking. Yeah. But <laughs> you shine your light up, you don't see any like any hatch or anything on the top. Okay, then I want to go around the corner to the left. Oh, I have a quick question. What you got? What's the expiration date on the orange juice? Oh, good question. It is 2016. Okay. Oh. And it is currently October 2017. Yeah, like okay. it probably you look at the date, it's like you know, 5 2 2016. Right. Yeah. So hmm. that's interesting. So that's when uh, Yamila was here, or uh, what was her name? Yamilia? Uh, Yamila? Yamila. Yamila. So you're gonna go to the left into the den? Uh, yes. Okay, there's no closet area in the den, and he's. My, my goal is to slowly creep into bedroom number two. Okay, yeah, there's nothing here that is, uh, there's no den. So you, you're going to head towards number two? Correct. Okay. Let me make sure I get that on my, to the sheet there. Okay. Um, yeah, you get into this room. Uh, as I said, this looks like it was once a child's room. Mm-hmm. It looks as if there was like, a, it was in the midst of being redecorated when the house 
half walls are painted yeah. with uh, ships at sea. Exactly. And there's uh, just a stepladder, some old paint, and uh, like some tarps are, are laying here. Um, what are the other two doing? Are you guys just following him as he goes into it? Or what are you guys doing? Yeah, pretty much. I'm just looking around. Yeah, I... So, like, I imagine that he's probably worked on, like, a task force with some of these, like, special ops guys. And he doesn't really know what he's looking for, but he knows that Levi knows what he's looking for. So he's just going to back him up. Cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you guys go into the room. Um, You kind of just step on. You're flashing your, you know, scanning your flashlight Mm -hmm. uh, back and forth. Um, And you hear the closet door shake as if something like hit it from the inside. You like hear like the audible, like, Oh no. And you see them shake. Pull my flashlight, pull my gun up. Who's there? Uh, yeah, no. I also like uh, to try a a light switch just to see if it still works. Yeah. You turn on light, light turns on. Okay. Okay. Uh, Good, good call. Yeah. Yeah. Is the the closet door closed? It's like kind of like an, uh, accordion style. Uh, there's like, or like, there's like a track. Yeah, so it's a, it looks yeah. like on the. I'm just asking on the map. It's like a sliding one, but yeah. is it is it closed? Uh, it is closed. Okay, I definitely heard something in there. You heard, yeah, like something hit against it. I'm and so that. you shine your light. Yeah, on. No, like I'm, I sweep wide into the room, like, okay. like basically in the uh, southwest corner kind of area, just getting into the room, seeing how much of it I can see, but the whole time aiming my gun, telling, telling again, come out of the closet. Okay. You start to walk towards the closet, like both of you, like creeping forward. You're gonna go open it, right? That's what you said there, Duffy. If I hear somebody in the closet, he's immediately going to go, like, no warning, go open up the closet, gun in the closet. Okay. Well, I'm thinking maybe, maybe I would stop you from just straight up, like, jiving in front of it, but like you can slide no, it. Yeah, while of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, he's like cleared houses and right. stuff. Yeah. So you walk up, you grab the door, you slide it open, and you both see a tiny little red ball roll out. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. He shoots it. Jim Duffy. Uh, AJS, so you resisting. open it and you just see this. It has a gun. <laughs> you see, yeah, this red ball roll out. Uh, Jim Duffy, you're right there, right? You're going to look inside? Yeah, yeah. You, uh, all right, so Tyler yeah. and Cody, please take your headphones off. Because he definitely thinks there's a kid in there. Yeah. Agent Duffy, you go up to the door, or you see this ball roll out, you quickly pop around in there and you point your gun. And for a brief second, you, kind of in the corner, see these two red eyes just staring at you in the darkness. Like they look about the size of a small child. And then they just blink out. I need you to roll sanity. (laughs) So they left. They're gone. Pass 31 under 53. Don't lose any sanity. Take your headphones off. Cody, headphones on. Nope. Tyler, keep your headphones off. Oh, shit. A challenger approaches. You are sitting there, reflex, and you see this ball roll out, and you see Duffy pop in there and take a look, and you see. uh, You look at the, the tarps on the floor, and you start to see a child's handprint kind of like appearing alongside of it and you're kind of watching it and it gets it kind of uh, goes from the tarp and then it goes onto the wall and you're just kind of frozen and then it gets to the door 
into the bedroom. You guys are staring at this wall, staring at the door. You got your guns drawn. Mm -hmm. You see Duffy pop in. And all of a sudden, you hear the door to the bedroom door just slam shut. Uh. (laughs) And you guys whip around, and there's nobody there. Jesus Christ. Uh, So after this, I mean, Strauss like, what the fuck? Like, I try to peek in. There's not, there's just a ball in the closet. Just a ball in the closet. Look at the ceiling. Nothing. Jesus. He immediately is suspicious, like, just quick check and goes and rips open the bedroom door and, like, looking down the hallway. Who was that? You don't see anything. God damn it. Well, he's a little shaken. Yeah, Jim Duffy gun sort of at, like, a 45-degree angle pointed at the ground. He's going to be like, yeah, there's, uh, there's nothing in that closet either. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll report what I saw. Okay. Uh, I, 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 before that, before that door closed, uh, I, I saw handprints on the tarp, like they were, they were crawling, and they were, and then they like what? left the tarp and like went onto the wall. You saw handprints on that tarp. I saw handprints on the tarp. Okay, I didn't want to panic you, fellas, but I saw. <laughs> Jesus. In that in that closet, I saw a set of red eyeballs staring right fucking at me, and then they just blinked out. Oh. I've seen some something like it out out in the woods where I live, but I'm, I've never seen something like that just in a closet. Yeah, I need you guys to give me a sanity roll for that door ah. slamming shut. God. <laughs> oh, failed. Failed that. Ninety over fifty-four. Success. All right, you Is lose all those who failed. You just lose one sanity. It's nothing compared to Maggie Coffee. This, That's true, yeah. The slow sanity drain, right? I think, is going to really be the killer. Yeah. Meanwhile, Agnes is listening to Imogen Heap in her bathtub <laughs> right now. Why'd you have to be so cute? <laughs> Who can say the road goes? <laughs> you know it's that. You know it's in there. Yeah. yeah. It's, God. Only time. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's like, I just freaking love this. <laughs> just I love calms it. me down after a stressful day. I can't tell you, I can't tell you another Enya song, but yep, yep. Um, yeah. So what do you guys do? You guys are staring Jesus. down this hallway. This door just slams shut behind you. You turn around, flash your like. Everybody turns. I think. Well, it'd be you, Duffy. Sorry, Duffy. You're more towards the. And uh, you're by the closet. So I think we see kind of a shot from down the hallway as. Uh, Levi throws open this door, shines his light. We see reflux with the. You just see like two headlight or two flashlights, almost like car head beams shining down. Uh, as you guys are just staring down this hallway, and there's nothing. Jesus, he's gotta keep going. Yeah, this is like he's gotta keep going. And this time, it's a little more hurried. Yep. Hmm. So, like bedroom three, then. Yeah, he's thinking bedroom three. I mean, if he doesn't see anything down the hallway, no, it either went to the den or it went into bedroom three. So. so Levi is still trying to rationalize this as there is a person here messing with us. Yes. Okay. That um, makes sense. I mean, after you tell him you saw like red eyes, right. like must have been trick of the light, something. Sure. Somebody yeah. here. Because mm-hmm. he hasn't actually seen anything weird. The only thing he's heard is our yeah, yeah. encounters yeah. and a door. Yeah. And the the voice when there was when we first got here. Right. Flesh is like, yeah. do me now. Okay. All right. Explain the tarp. Do me now. Explain the time. <laughs> I was playing tricks on you guys. Okay, I don't know. I'm going in this room. And he's and like, maybe Jim Duffy will like put his hand on Reflux's shoulder and he's like, maybe there's something in that coffee. Maybe you had something <laughs> yeah. earlier that's just messing with your system. I've never 
had something like that. I've had deep, with MDT. There's nothing compared to that. Uh, <laughs> all right, you guys go into bedroom <laughs> three <laughs> um, and go to look at the sliding thing. Yep. Um, Same deal. If it, is it closed or is it open? Yeah, you guys. Uh, so remember that this room, it is a small bedroom. Uh, it joins the hallway. It shares a bathroom with bedroom four. It's plain and empty with an old, ratty, lime green rug in the center of it. Um yeah, and as you guys kind of throw open the the blind, or throw open the closet, yes, nothing, you don't see anything. Nothing in the ceiling doesn't have an entrance. Nope. Okay, there's nothing crazy going on. Uh, he wants to. Was there a closet in the bathroom? No, no, there wasn't. Okay. Uh, make sure there's nothing in room three. He's gonna go into bedroom four. All right, so this is a another small bedroom that adjoins the hallway. It shares a bathroom with bedroom three. Uh, it's just plain and empty. The carpeting has re- been removed, uh, and there was, like, wood tack strips that kind of held it in place. Um, and so, yeah, you guys enter into it, um, and you guys come through... Um, Sorry, cool. Yeah, so you guys are looking into the the closet. This one's open, so as you guys are looking into the closet, okay. uh, you don't find... Uh, there's nothing. There's no... Yeah. <sighs> no, and it's just... Uh, real fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys are just kind of there looking, um, and then... Cody, can you take your headphones off? Plug your ears, please, too. Uh... Strauss, Levi, uh, Duffy, as you guys are in this room, kind of like flashing your light around, you start to hear like a a squeaking noise coming from the bathroom that you guys, I don't know if you guys went through the bathroom, if you came through the the hallway. No, I would have come through the hallway, but if if we hadn't clocked a closet being in the bathroom, you know, early today, yesterday, he would have skipped the room. Yeah. So you guys just hear like, it sounds like somebody like running their finger along the mirror in the bathroom. He um, yeah. immediately, like, you know, just, what's that? Bolts. Yeah, like, we'll go you, check it out. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see uh, Reflex, you see Duffy and Strauss kind of look both towards the bathroom and then walk over to it and fling open the door, turn on the light. Nothing. There's just, the mirror's just there. This must be something in the pipes. Something's in the walls so, between the floors. Yeah. But you, yeah. What do you Gotta guys? be something. So, my, this is real life Jake talking, my girlfriend has the ability to just not think about things and just like change her mind and attitude to something completely different and I've never experienced that in another individual, just like the willpower that strong to to like not um, let this thing bother you Mm -hmm. and I'm really trying to base Jim Duffy off of that so I think he's really just like whatever is happening like i will deal with that later like okay. i'm going to compartmentalize this like every paranormal thing i'm just going to put that in okay. this in this closet in my brain and just get through this house nice yeah but yeah you guys you guys walk into the bathroom and you, there's nothing and that's at that point strauss would be like they must have gone upstairs instead of going into one of these rooms and he's gonna start marching his way well do you want to go upstairs or do you want to go to a master he, he wants to go upstairs, but now that I'm like looking at the map, it probably would be smart to check the utility closet and the master bath, master bed garage. 
Was there a... Well, yeah, you know what? A garage. Well, that's a garage good... was just, new construction. So oh, yeah. Know. It used to be a porch. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if there would... But why did they build it? Oh, good question. You know, it is all good places to check. But I think he would start with, like... I mean, Chris, you let me know to if I need to slow down. But yeah. th- as soon as, like, there's nobody in the bathroom, Strauss is rationalizing it like... Okay, somebody went, like, upstairs, or there's another entrance to, like, a crawl space, and he's gonna, like, jog, basically, kind of speed, like, power walk his way through the den, pass a breakfast nook, and immediately look in the utility closet by the master bedroom. Okay, uh, you throw open the door to the utility closet, and, yeah, there's no, no hatch or anything. Okay, he's gonna go into the master bedroom. Okay, and so this-, this was another one we probably wanted to talk about. This is where... Rutsack and yeah. the blood bomb. Yeah, there. This is the blood bomb room. But uh, yeah, so this room again, the suite features an odd, all-encompassing mirror. Uh, mirrors built into the walls, originally added in 1962. Um, they. So this is the, the master bath. This is the master bedroom. Oh, and the bed- bathroom. Kinky. So bedroom uh, has walls. Yes. Yeah, it's, wall. it's interesting uh, that they would put those walls in there when little Anton was only three. Uh, or f- I guess five. However, there yeah, there's like etchings around the mirrors, like that seem like they were they've been there for a while. Um, they. You get the impression, yeah. So remember, this is the room where you guys walk in, and as soon as you step in, it feels like you're underwater. Yeah, I was just gonna say that I wrote down that uh, you said it feels like wa- it's oppressive, like yeah, walking underwater. Exactly. Um, yeah, so it just feels weird in here. Um, but yeah, if you guys are kind of, uh, I mean, yeah, just taking a quick, quick peek around, and then marching my way into the walk-in closet in the master bath. Okay. Uh, is everybody going with him into there? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, and okay, so you guys walk into the master bathroom, kind of looking around in there. Um, and this is where Agnes saw someone walk past a mirror at some yes. point. Yes, right. She heard, okay. yeah, she's, she saw someone come in, like she saw something uh, in this room. Um, and yeah, you guys walk in and. There's water in the bathtub. Oh no! no. What? How much? Uh, enough for like a like a bod like you know like something like to, take, to a take a bath. Mm-hmm. Not like this. Is there blood in the water? No. Mm. And uh, like seeing that really quick, like I imagine he's like running in, like quick scan, like clocks that real quick, and immediately he wants to do two things check the master closet or the walk-in closet because he's still thinking that like somebody's in here and they just got ahead of us okay find them first if i don't see something in the the ceiling of the you master, don't nothing check the temperature of the water nice good fucking call love it leave uh jake go to please take your uh headphones off Plug i imagine voice. like he's i mean because i don't have enough hands for right. us but like yeah Really quick, like, tucks the flashlight under <laughs> his, his arm and just touches you the water. You stick your hand into the water, and it is, like, ice cold. Okay. And you, like, stick your hand in. Do you, like, run it through the water at all, or just, like... It's really quick, just, like, more like a swipe through. Yeah. Just to just swipe check. through? He's thinking, like, oh, somebody's obviously fucking here. They took a bath. You feel like a body underneath the water. Like the water you, clear? You, yeah, you stick your hand in and like you splash and like you brush up against a body. I need you to roll sand. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
That is another failure. That's gonna be one point of sanity damage. Okay. Uh, and like, yeah. So like, yeah, you kind of brush your hand through real quickly, and you 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 touch a, a body underneath the water. So you guys would see. He dips his hand in the water and then immediately just <laughs> like freaks out and backs up and then reaches down to touch it again. You feel it. It's like really quickly looks at you too and you just see like this weird look in his face. Get over here right now. Put your hand in here. Oh, I don't know if I want to after yeah, that. Yeah, There's yeah. something. In the, Tell me what he's kind of like stumbling like the, and he, he's like feeling along to like, like continue. Right. So if you put your hand in and you feel along. It, like it's continuing. It's continuing. Okay, he's like, and this. like, do you do like if you try to trace it? Yeah, he's this kind of yeah. He like, at, he's he goes. There's a body in here. Put your hand in here. And now he's now he's finally like a little wide eyed and weird because. This. So hold on, I have a question. Flashlight in the tub. No, he's got it like. No, I mean, no, I'm saying we, we are okay, shining yeah. our flashlights in the tub. It just looks like an empty tub full of water. It's completely. It's just an empty tub of water. Whoa. And he. Is telling you that he's feeling a body underwater. Jim Duffy is gonna dip his hand in where he imagines the like, uh, like a shoulder would be. You touch a shoulder. Give me a sanity. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! This is awesome. Uh, thirteen. So, dude, Jim Duffy's really keeping it. You together. you don't lose any sanity, but you are clearly you you stick your hand in there and you brush up against like cold flesh in this water. Is there a drain in the tub? There is. He's gonna reach out and drain it. That's smart. He's idea. gonna reach down and, and unplug it, and he's gonna like go to reflux and and uh, just like. Sort of, I don't know. I know. I kind of want to. Don't do, even. Don't even do I it. I kind of want to do you one better. I want to stick my head in there, see if I can see something. No. Oh, okay. I don't know if Jim. I think I might try to stop. Yeah, Strauss told me. Just your yeah. hand. Just touch you it. You guys. So you drain it. You hit the. You hit the thing. You hear the water start to swirl around. Just start to drain, and you all watch as as this water drains, it drains around a body. No, I need all of you way. to give me a sanity. Check. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. Okay, hold on. It is the size of like a nine-year-old dude. Child. I forgot we were recording a podcast <laughs> for a second. What the fuck is going on, dude? Forty-two under fifty-two. Nice. Forty wow. under fifty-six. Nice. Finally passed. That's gonna be an eighty-eight for a crit <gasps> fail. Oh. So I think that's a maximum. Mac, yeah, max yeah. sanity. You take four points of sanity damage. <laughs> do you want to project that onto a bond, or do you want to take that? Um, Under your AI. I don't, I don't know what yeah. your. I don't know what your breaking point is. So. Yeah. No. Uh, my breaking point is forty, and I'm at forty-eight. So it doesn't break okay. me yet. So I'll, I'll leave it up to you. If you want to project it onto a bond, you can, or you can take that damage. Uh, so uh, yeah. So for, maybe it's for the viewers too. Uh, or listeners, like, so if I project it onto a bond, what happens to that bond? They just get you. So you're gonna roll, uh, you roll a d4, and what that, you take that many willpower points and damage, and then you subtract however many points, like whatever the difference would be. So if you took four points, you rolled and got like a three, you would take one damage, and that you would take that many points to your bond. Okay. But you're gonna lose willpower points for whatever you roll. I think that's what the rule is. Oh, I Tyler's looking it up right yeah. now. Yeah. And you don't lose willpower points if yeah. I just take the sanity damage? Yeah, you'll just take sanity damage. Gotcha. But the issue is if you hit a breaking point, you're going to get a... 
condition. Yeah, a condition. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll leave it up to you, whatever Disorder. you want to do. Mm, but I mean, that's a lot. Of four food. is a lot. So, four is a shitload. And then also, so it sounds like there's will point damage. Um, I didn't really dive in that. What's the uh, what's the effect of will point? Will um, you just you will... lose it, and then you gain it back if you get a full night's rest. Okay. But the lower, it, once you get zero will points, you you go, you're out, you're done. I you, think at like two, one and two will points, I think you like fail all of yeah, your checks, but you're still alive. Yeah. But you just like fail Once you lose all your, your willpower checks. points, you basically just snap. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah, Chris, you had to write it side. Okay. Roll 1d4, you spend willpower. Uh, and you lose that many will, yeah. You lose yeah. that many willpower points. Yep. And then uh, you, whatever the difference is, you take that off of your, so you could roll a four. I think I'm, yeah, I'm going to try to roll. I think. Okay. So what is the f- official roll? I don't talk over you this time, yeah, Tyler. <laughs> no worries. The official roll, the, you, you may spend willpower to reduce a loss. Your mount is always 1d4. So I guess I imagine even if you you could potentially still lose a lot of sanity if it's yeah. a high roll. Uh, yeah, anyways, yeah, it's like a d8. Yeah. Uh, so roll a 1d4. Mm-hmm. You uh, reduce your willpower by that much. Uh, and then so long as you at least have one willpower left. So I imagine you're not down that far. Uh, you reduce the sanity loss by the amount of points. Nice. And then, like I said, the uh, a bond score goes down by the exact same amount. Perfect. All right, here we go. I'm rolling a d4. Okay. I'm, I'm projecting this, uh, you know, subconsciously. I so backstory. I, I you know live in a kind of isolated cabin, but there is one relationship I've built with the coffee stand girl nearby, oh, and uh, you know that's okay. like kind of like my one sort of kind of my uh, you know interest that I'm in. So here we go. Uh, I rolled a four. Nice. Okay, hey. That's dope. That's dope. Right, nice. Cool. It just somehow compartmentalized. Yeah. So you, yeah, you you were good. You compartmentalize it. You, you just don't. like fucking freak out on her one day. I said no fucking let me go. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Amazing. All right. Well, yeah. And so you guys watch this bath, and the water like slowly Dude. goes around a child's body in this tub and then the water slowly goes down the drain what do you guys do so this might not even work but from what we saw of the body of anton is it the same relative size yeah okay okay uh is it still in the tub if i put my hand in there is there still uh, do i still feel oh, an invisible body you put your hand into the tub and there's nothing there <laughs> and we'll see y'all next week oh! <laughs> Y'all, we're back again at the end of one of these episodes, and this time we're going to be sitting down to talk with Misha. How are you, Misha? I'm doing great. I'm a little dehydrated, but, you know, overall, I'm hmm. all right. We got water upstairs. Yeah. We got a ton. <laughs> uh, for now, until it gets becomes a commodity. Um, Aquacola. <laughs> so, how did we first meet? Was it through the comic shop? It definitely was. Okay. Uh, yeah, I worked at a comic book shop. 
and uh, there's like a like a core group of customers that would come in and like it, the owner Paula just kind of you know had you know the base friend group and yeah. then customers and then and you were part of like the base friend group yeah um and uh, yeah uh, yeah I knew you but pre children like pre dad Chris <laughs> yep <laughs> yep you did um I still remember. Your, I'll never forget. It was the birthday party that that was at the shop with you, Paula, and Rachel. And I showed up late and brought everyone forties. Oh, then yeah. Forced everybody to drink them with me. Mm-hmm. And then you and I were so drunk that we were slapping each other on the forearm, just yelling, "Well met." Yep. That was, you know, I felt like a Viking. It was awesome. Oh, and I was wearing a shirt that said, uh, fuck you, you fucking fuck. Yep. With a pink tutu. Yeah. Yep. That was uh, a... <laughs> that was a fun day. That was a night. That was, that was nice. I think this is the last time I drank a 40. Me too. <laughs> I think that was. Um, yeah, so, like, what got you interested in tabletop gaming? Like, what, what made you want to try it? Well... I know, well, one of the, the sole outlets of the comic book store was RPG books. Mm-hmm. And and I, I know that my, my dad used to play D&D like, and forever, but like he never played it with me and I never got introduced to it. So one of the, the things that Paula wanted me to do was just to learn more about it so that I have more knowledge base, mm-hmm. um, you know, how to sell it and how stuff works. And if someone's looking for a particular book, I would know if we had it or not. Makes sense. And stuff like that. And yeah, it totally made sense. Um, and I think that's when she asked you to, you know, just run a small game so that... Um, you know, with a small group of people, just so I would get that knowledge base. Um, gotcha. And uh, and and you did, and it was a very. It was. I think it turned out to be like a one shot. Um, and that was Probably. when, like, with Barry, I think he was there. Yeah. Was. <laughs> Fuck that guy. If you're listening to this, stop listening, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like either one or two times, and uh, I remember like it was. It was like it was fun, like following the rules and stuff, um, and like making a character and everything. But, like, one of the things about D&D is just, like, don't take anything seriously because it's all made up. Yeah. And I think Barry just didn't – he took everything so seriously. But then, like, once he wasn't in the group anymore, then we just had so much fun. Oh, because so everyone much fun. everyone was yeah. just, like, ragging on each other, and it was just amazing and fun, and we all just kind of jived together. And uh, after that point, I was just kind of hooked. And I, I didn't even know there were so many different kind of RPGs that you could play out there. Oh, yeah. And that just opened up my, my entire world of really just – awesome things to get into so yeah so last decade i'd say my eyes were open i own way too many rpgs and i'll probably never play half of them but i like <laughs> looking at the pictures and reading i i'm really weird like i like reading rule sets mm-hmm. i just i love reading into rule sets and digging into them even if i won't play them i'm like this is kind of a dumb system but i still want to read it like i just fascinated how someone connects like the mat I, I don't even if people think about the mat like i I've, I think everybody at one point thinks like I can make my own game, and so I've tried to do that. But I'm like, I feel like I'm there's math I'm missing here, mm-hmm. and I need to pay attention to the math. But that's where I used to get confounded at. Yeah, like making everything congruent because yeah. you can't have something be so completely op and have you know people take advantage of it and then not have something else being developed as well. Right. People will find that outlet to make to mid max it. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And I'm talking about Cody here, and I know <laughs> I full well know he's sitting next to me, but. <laughs> He's, he's an optimizer. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He does. Uh, yeah, so our first game together was the first official like campaign. I First time I ever ran Pathfinder 1E, we did Rise of the Rune Lords with Cody and Rachel, Josh, and you. I think mm-hmm. it was the full party. Um, uh, Paula. And Paula. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Paula was the sorcerer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, that was a lot of fun. That was a cool game. I really liked that story. I wish we would have finished it, but 
you know, things happen with games. Yeah. They fall apart. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so what made you want to do this podcast? I know, I I think back when we even, before we started talking about doing a Pathfinder 2E game, we talked about doing a podcast. I know I talked about doing a podcast with you, Rachel, and Paula before. Yeah. But I was never quite sure if they would want to do it. Like, I thought they liked the idea of it, but I didn't know if it was something they'd want to do. Yeah. So. I think it was just kind of the subject matter. Because yeah. a few years after that, you started talking about doing a horror podcast. We did that. We did Podcast Massacre for a while. Yeah, yeah. And and that was really fun. I, I wasn't really... Um, I mean, I did listen to podcasts a lot in previous jobs, but then I kind of fell off of it because you can't really listen to podcasts when you you know work in a comic book store. Right. Uh, but I don't know. It was just kind of like you mentioned doing like a horror podcast, and I, I love horror, so it was just kind of an excuse to watch these all 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 these horror movies that I probably wouldn't have watched in in, in the first place. And then uh, and then you know people's lives kind of took over, so that one it lasted a few years, which was a lot of fun. But then uh, yeah, you mentioned doing a Delta Green podcast, and that was like. You know, I, I love the idea of getting back into having a storyline that other people can enjoy as well. Mm-hmm. And I really love the people that we, we game with. I think we really get along well. And right. I, and it's just, it's so much fun when everyone's together and like discovering things. <laughs> and like when, whenever it's like a Pathfinder and then we have to fight, I always get like nervous sweats. And like, <laughs> I, I'm always like, well, how do I optimize this and like make it amazing? But then when it's Delta Green, it's just like, I got to think outside the box. <laughs> I can do that. Uh, <laughs> no I, rules. <laughs> I mean, I've told you guys this many a times. Like when I did the Pathfinder, Pathfinder 2e game my whole goal was I'm going to take everybody I love to play with and I'm just going to put them in a group and hope that they like each other like I figured everybody's personality would would mesh well enough but um yeah I mean you guys are everyone that I love to play with like I if I'm ever running a game I'm going to try to have one of you guys in it like I just it's just one of those things like it makes my time easier it makes it more enjoyable I feel like you guys give a shit Mm -hmm. and like that's the one thing that the one thing any GM can ask for is that. Like, I want players who give a shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't expect you to remember every fucking thing that happens. But when you're there, be active, be part of the story, and, like, make me feel like I'm doing a good job. Like, there's been games where I've run where, like, I'll throw a big moment out there, and it's, like, a fucking wet fart. And I'm like, yeah, I thought that was going to be pretty cool, but okay, I guess that wasn't very cool. So then you're just like, well, okay. Like, I, over the years, I've kind of developed a thing where I'm only going to put as much effort into a game as I get back from the players. Totally. And so it's refreshing to have you guys putting so much back at me where I'm like, oh, I got to step up my game. I got to keep up. Like, I am i don't want to, like, let these guys down because this is such a fun time. So. Well, yeah, I wouldn't want to put so much work into something and then reveal, like, oh, my gosh, your brother is actually your sister. Yeah. And then, and then like, everyone's looking at their phone <laughs> and, like, no one is, like, even reacting. And you're like, I spent two weeks on that storyline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what drew you to your character concept once we, once we got Delta, I guess I should probably ask, uh, what made you want to play Delta Green? I don't think I asked you that one. Oh, well, I mean, you kind of like uh, opened up our eyes on that one. I didn't even know. I, I don't do nearly as much research about new RPGs coming out as you do. That, that's safe to say. <laughs> I, and, I would say so. <laughs> uh, but I think you really got my number. You know that I like horror. You know that I like RPG. And uh, you kind of just showed us to it. It was a one-off. And <laughs> like you, we spent like a good five, six hours just playing this one-off. And I, I, I was addicted. I, I loved It was a very simple gameplay mechanic. It, I, and I'm very bad at getting like all the particular rules together and like in a specific order and memorizing things like my other teammates can very easily. I, I just don't have that mental fortitude to mm-hmm. retain that information. But with Delta Green, it's just so simple. So all I can 
really concentrate on is like what I feel like I'm strong at, which is just like creative outlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm really good at um, thinking outside the box and um, thinking on my feet, being impromptu. Like I, I feel like those are my strong suits. So when I don't have to rely heavily on rule sets and be like, oh, I can't do this because you can only move five feet while you're in. Like, right, exactly. It, it's like, oh, now I can just be like, oh, uh, I'm just going to shoot it out there and see if it works. And like having you respond in a way where it was like you don't shoot it down because it's not part of the rules. You kind of like you walk it through to its end. Like that, that's really cool to me because like <laughs> you also have to think about like oh how would this play out? Is it part of the and the, the whole thing is just really well put together and the game is absolutely amazing and just and having everything be spooky. Oh yeah, spooky's sweet worth that. I love the spooky. <laughs> <laughs> so. As you were kind of creating your character, like what what drew you to whatever like the kind of concept you wanted to do? Like I know you're based. You said you based your character heavily off of like Clarice Starling or Sterling or Starling. Starling. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, what what drew you to wanting to play a character like that? Well, I one of my favorite movies growing up was always Science of the Lambs. I loved Science of the Lambs so much. <laughs> I have a Death Hawk moth tattooed on me. That's how much I love Science of the Very Lambs. Very true. Yes. <laughs> and it was only until um, later that I found out that Hannibal Lecter's little sister in the books is named Misha. Mm-hmm. So then that made me even more obsessed with the character, <laughs> obviously. Uh, <laughs> and and the, so I read all the books, and then I just became with the char- uh, obsessed with the character Clarice Starling because I thought she was just like a very strong heroine. And when uh, we were supposed to develop some characters for Delta Green, I thought that, like, who would be a good character that would come across as like a good agent in in you know me- media that I've already seen and Clary Starling kind of just you know stood out to me because she's like always been strong she's always been independent thinking on her feet and I feel like that would be a perfect Delta Green agent so that's huh. what I kind of based it off nice. of yeah um did you ever have a moment where like you had like the character evolved from what you were thinking in your head to like, as you started putting it on the page, like, did you have things kind of planned out then as you started to develop this character and flesh it out more that you changed it or were you, you always kind of kept the same path with it? I'd say like, since the campaign is still pretty new, it's pretty much what I've pictured it to be Uh, until things start to develop more in the storyline. We'll see how it goes. I can see things changing and, uh, going away from the path that I originally thought, but that's okay because yeah. that's just creativeness we'll waiting to happen. Um, did you like watch anything or do any other research to get ready for like inspiration for what you're going on? Did you rewatch Silence of the Lambs or Hannibal or anything like that? I have to admit, I do have a PhD in Hannibal Lecter. Uh, you do, you do. I will I give do. you that. Uh, so I already had a great baseline <laughs> of what I needed to know. So I didn't do any extra work, okay. but I did. I mean. I, it was like the bare minimum. Like I found out that lamb in Latin is Agnes. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Perfect. That's a cool ancient name right there. <laughs> uh, and then I did practice a Southern accent. You've been doing good. I was. I'm it's not trying. super cartoony and like over the top. Like if I do a Southern accent, I feel like I'm just mocking Southern people. Yeah. Yours doesn't feel that way. So you're doing good. I really tried because I know like when other people, they like, yeah, they overdo it. Like you said. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm yeah. fully guilty of it. Every time I do it, it's just like, well, how do y'all how do, you do it? Like I feel like. <laughs> fucking time to jiggle <laughs> like. i i uh there, there's youtube videos on how to do every accent you so go. you just go to the yeah I, I was working on an australian accent because i had another oh, character in Ooh. mind 
it's hard. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to annoy everybody. I feel How like no? you always just like, at least I will like slowly just evolve into like, I'll go from like shitty Australian to just shitty British. Exactly. And I can't ever get back. It's hard to differentiate yeah. between the two. Yeah. But I, I went with the safe route for now, but I know all Delta Green characters die eventually. So I, I'm not super attached. I have a backup and then I have a backup for that backup. I'm safe. I'm safe. That's good. Uh, what do you like to do for fun? If Misha's chilling at home, what's Misha do for fun? I usually knit and crochet because I'm okay. a 75-year-old stuck in a 34-year-old <laughs> body. Uh, but uh, for like, I, I love to do art. Yes, um, you are an incredible artist. Thank you. So. I, I try. Uh, I try to be better, do better, are better. <laughs> 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 and uh, I, I, I do a lot of that for art. I like to uh, play musical instruments when when I have some downtime. Uh, I play cello and piano nice. uh, most of the time. And uh, that's kind of what I do to to relax. I, I should, you know, do research on more RPGs just to be more well-rounded as a person in this group. I don't group. know about that. <laughs> that's a deep, deep rabbit hole, trust me. I am sure it is. It is. Uh, yeah, you can find. There's. A, I'll just tell you this. There's an RPG for everything out there. I'm sure. So. I want to know. <laughs> I had uh, some friends recently discovered Chuck Tingle. The uh, guy who writes all the like, I got pounded in the butt by a microwave books and stuff like that. I did. That, th- I'm learning now. Okay, this guy named Chuck Tingle. He writes Amazon books. They're just like, you know, like I got pounded in the ass by a seven, a seven forty seven jet and stuff like that. They're just wild, like, uh, like, like erotica. It's the weirdest shit in the world. But it's a strange thing. Uh, they made an RPG about his like the the Tingleverse. Uh, and that is something that exists now. So, like I said, there's an RPG for everybody. I mean, I would have questions about it, but I feel like that's... Yeah, no, like, yeah, definitely. But there, it's just, he's made money off of these just, like, ludicrous, like, erotica novels. Like, the just most asinine things you could think of. Mm -hmm. And they sells, like, he sells, makes money Yeah, good for him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've never read an erotica novel, but he's, he's killing it, so... Uh, last question. Mm-hmm. Do you have any social media that you'd want people to follow you on? Anything like that? Sure. Uh, I have an Instagram that I use most often. I kind of gave up on Facebook. Who hasn't? Uh, yeah, that was just terrible. Fuck the duck. Uh, but you can find Even me on Instagram. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram at Misha Mouse. Um, it's M-E-E-S-C-H-A Mouse. And, uh, I'm the only Misha Mouse, so. There you go. That's me. All right. Well, thanks for being here, Misha. Uh, again, you. I'm really happy to have you at the table again and doing another podcast with you. So, ah, I, I, I always enjoy myself when we play. I do too. So, <laughs> later. Bye.